and welcome everyone to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast, and as always, this is Thor here with Doc and Sasquatch Senpai. All right, so we'll get things going today um, by talking about our featured and breaking news, i.e., our favorite game updates. Um, I think I'm the only one with anything in here and i just have one note i saw this maybe an hour before a podcast um my favorite playlist has finally dropped in modern warfare 2 so i know what i'm doing over spring break oh, i mean i do have an update for this this uh oh. category it's just not an article in there it's that i really need to speak of not as exciting as drop drop zone finally dropping i'm always uh, hyped for I drop mean, zone I think it'd probably be vastly more exciting to multiple groups of people. <laughs> That's all I got, though, is, is Drop Zone is hitting Modern Warfare 2, and I'm stoked. What do you got? Um, Earlier in the week, we got our first teaser for Magic the Gathering's The Lord of the Rings Middle Earth set coming out. We were teased that there will be multiple different varieties of cards we'll have the typical slew of art cards but we'll also begin getting serialized cards so card serialized of card. 30 300 well not 30 really um really the big reveals for serialized cards in the set were that for variations of soul ring um commander's favorite mana rock there will be three different types one with elven art, one with dwarven art, and one with art based on men. Um, now, along with those, will also be serialized cards, versions of these arts. You'll have 300 for the elves, 700 for the dwarves, and 900 for the men. Um, the Kingdom of Man, obviously, anyone who knows Lord of the Rings will understand these references. However, there will be a one-of-one one print, a very special so, uh, the One Ring card printed. And there has already been someone who's put out a pre-bid on it that if you want, if you unlock it, if you unwrap the card from a English collector's booster pack, that's the only place this one card will be, he has offered $100,000 for it. So you can either do that or you can probably auction it off for more. Or if you can be like me and you randomly get it, I, you must cast it into the fires hmm. of Mordor. As you say, that is that sounds awfully low. One of one. Yeah. One of one is very low. Yeah. One like of one that's is one. A hundred. Th- no, I mean, a hundred thousand dollars seems awfully low. It's like, yeah, I feel like they could get you could get a lot more for it if, if you hit that card. If he actually auctioned it, yeah, don't. Yeah. No one's gonna take that that deal. Everybody was mocking him apparently in the uh, <laughs> MTJ financial groups on Facebook where he posted this offer. Um, along with that, there are going to be more commander products, of course. Uh, partner with is coming back. There was teased a Samwise Gamgee card that can partner with Frodo, so that is on the way. These sets are going to be modern and back playable. So they will be modern viable in some ways, but they did say they wouldn't be as pushed or as powerful as the recent modern horizon sets, which is really good. A few different a few different reveals here is there's going to be multiple Gandalf cards. We did get a Gandalf the Grey revealed, which means there's still Gandalf the White. I'm not even sure what else there is left. Um, no hints as to any sort of planeswalkers. But yeah, this is the first big fully playable universes beyond set. That'll be available. They're also bringing back the uh, starter sets 
uh, for the first time in like 10 years where it'll include two 60 card sets for two people to play against each other. Typically people who have no match the gathering experience. These will be Lord of the Rings themed, but I don't think Lord of the Rings fans are going to appreciate this with just some um, creative direction. Wizards of the Coast has taken with some of their favorite cards, but that's a debate for another day. Okay, that's all I have for the favorite game updates. All right. Well, why don't we take a look at our industry news? I think there's quite a bit in there. Um, Square Enix indicates that it will continue making exclusivity deals with PlayStation. Uh, management, even on the way out with uh, the current CEO stepping down and new management coming in, they have indicated that they will continue their current multi-platform strategy that it has established, include, including exclusivity. Exclusivity with both PlayStation and Nintendo based upon where they think the markets will go. Um, so, yeah, they did indicate this, that that would be going forward. So this was really in direct response um, about the lack of news on Final Fantasy 16 going to any other platforms outside of PlayStation. And the question was asked at their recent nine month earnings report. Quote, what is the platform strategy for your forthcoming new titles? And the answer was, we intend to maintain the multi-platform strategy that we have adopted to date. So that just means whatever they want, wherever they want, for whoever gives them how much money. Mm. And it also seems like that half of the top 10 wishlisted games on Steam are actually coming to Games Pass day one, which is kind of kind of crazy, actually, if you think about it. So of the top 10, you have Starfield, Dark and Darker, Party Animals, Hollow Knight, Silksong, Manor Lords, Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, Frostpunk 2, The Last of Us Part 1, Arc 2, and Hades 2. Five of those, those being Starfield, Party Animals, Hollow Knight, Stalker 2, and Arc 2 are all going to be on Games Pass on day one. So not all of these games are Microsoft owned. They have just, in fact, made deals with Microsoft to pl- release the games on the Games Pass, which is just kind of uh, interesting that a lot of these really sought after games are coming to Games Pass on games day one. Now, that doesn't mean they'll remain on Games Pass forever. You do have games rotate in and rotate out as normal. The only ones that do remain either have some sort of extreme deal with Microsoft or... They are owned by Microsoft themselves. Now we do have uh, Microsoft also looking to bolster its Activision Blizzard King buyout by offering up a bunch of new 10 year deals with various providers. This time they're looking at cloud gaming providers. So the first one we have here is Boosteroid Cloud Gaming. Boosteroid is a. There's so many of them. One second. (laughs) <laughs> Boosteroid is the Ukrainian cloud gaming platform uh, which works with both Nintendo and other providers offering the cloud services to them for their various games. So this would be like for the No Man's Sky port in one case or even the Resident Evil Village and Resident Evil 7 versions of for the Nintendo Switch. Um, so this was a 10-year agreement with Boosteroid. And then we, they also made another one with Ubitus, which specifically only does cloud service hosting for the Switch. Um, so back when the acquisition news started rolling around, initially quite a few cloud 
gaming service providers, Google included at the time, made a plea that this would purchase would disbalance the cloud gaming market. So they just went out, started touting all of these 10 year agreement deals with a bunch of other cloud service platforms. Now, along with these new purchase, these new deals and arrangements with these cloud service platforms, uh, six companies have come out in favor of the Activision merger in a recent CMA document that came out in the UK. Um, five of the companies did decide that they wanted to remain anonymous, though the courts do have the names of those. Um, 4J Studios is the only exception who decided to tout the entire studio's name out there as remaining on here. And they actually think that Activision Blizzard King being purchased by Microsoft will bring more of a balance and more competition between PlayStation and Xbox that there currently is in the market. They believe that deals that come through Games Pass and still allowing those games to be sold on other platforms is much better deal than what they were have been offered by in the past from Sony with their PlayStation branding. Also, Xbox has officially confirmed it's no longer showing up at E3 this year. Um, there'll be zero show floor presence, but they'll be literally across the street at the Microsoft <laughs> Microsoft Theater where Starfield will have its own entire presentation hosted by Todd Howard. Um, what day is that? June 11th, Sunday, June 11th is when you can watch the Xbox uh, showcase, E3 showcase, but not actually at E3 with the Starfield showcase itself following. Also at Riot Games, the lead producer on their League of Legends themed MMO has left Riot. He decided that it's the right time to hand over the reins. Um, this is Greg Street. He's been at Riot for quite a long time. He's actually the Riot vice president at the time of his resignation. Um, he's worked on quite a few games. He's actually part of Blizzard back in the golden era, back with classic Burning and Wrath. Um, he then did leave to work at Riot and helped head up that League of Legends MMO development and got to a point. Um, recently, apparently, there has been some health issues and deaths in his family, so he decided that he it was time for him to step away. Uh, from the company hand over the reins so someone who could be available could be more attentive and help lead the project in a better capacity than he is currently able to next we have here um in five weeks hogwarts legacy has already surpassed the lifetime sales of elden ring in the uk um which is quite a bit elden ring was the previous holder of lifetime sales but that has expanded over quite a quite a while um but in five weeks hogwarts legacy has completely usurped that title so and that is without actually a release on last generations of consoles so no ps4 no xbox one which is quite impressive for the title itself lastly we have nvidia is making its dlss3's frame generation tech available publicly to all game devs so if you're looking at if you're a developer looking at trying to get a little bit more out of what you can do, NVIDIA is offering up its AI-based DLSS service for you to help get everything running smoothly for you in your services. Nice. Lastly here, Bleak Faith is a new indie studio game that's another Souls-like. 
Um, however, it seems like people noticed that some animations were exactly the same in it and Elden Ring, which led people Uh-oh. to blame them for stealing animations directly from Elden Ring. However, it turns out <clears throat> that the studio uh, purchased actually an animation pack from the Epic Games Store, and that Epic Games Store animation pack was also removed. So it seems like whoever had released that animation pack might be in some hot water. (laughs) Um, Studio behind Bleak Faith did say that they were going to uh, completely go over the animations, create their own new ones and replace them in due time as to avert any cries of plagiarism. Hmm. And that will cover what I have here for our industry news. Uh, I've got a few things. Um, one interesting uh, headline that came across my desk, uh, the PlayStation 6, uh, a new leak has confirmed the official supposed official uh, launch date for the next gen console. Now, don't get too excited because it's not any time in the absolute near future, but it has um, it has been apparently leaked that in 2027 that's uh, four years or that's that is the near future well (laughs) but i I mean it's not like it's coming out next year you know what i mean um because other leaks have also confirmed that the ps5 pro is in development right now and probably being scheduled to be released in the very near future so probably next year um and a lot of people have wondered on that point, you know, are um, are they ready to do that? Not a lot of people have their hands on a PS5 still. They had so many issues with manufacturing, etc. But one of the claims is that something they've done um, ambiguously, I don't know what, uh, but something they've done with the Pro version has made made it to where the issues they were having with manufacturing are aren't nearly as severe. I don't know what that implies or how they've redone the architecture to where they, they don't need whatever pieces they were missing. But um, yeah, apparently they do not anticipate having the same problem with the PS5 Pro release that the PS5 release had. But uh, we'll see, I guess. I, I'm kind of skeptical. Um, And then in other kind of interesting industry news, uh, Starlink and T-Mobile are going to begin testing uh, satellite to cell service this year. So um, they're testing a service to bring satellite connectivity to cell phones. um, And this was uh, announced or at least suggested a while ago, but now it's been confirmed. Um, And this will help dead zones. This is something I like – face in my daily life so i think that'd be really neat uh on my drive commuting to and from work i've got about a half an hour long dead zone and um what is proposed here is essentially if you have t-mobile service once you are out of range of cell towers you would then automatically ping to uh, to spacex satellites and be able to use basically starlink to get cell service instead in areas where Starlink exists, which it does in my area. So I'm excited about this. Um, and I'm excited to see 
if I'll be included in the uh, the testing area because this would be super super helpful. Um, and then just a few patch notes. There were some issues with the Discord integration, voice integration with PlayStation 5. And to update from our last podcast, uh, we did confirm that it is in, indeed only voice integration. So the claims of full integration, I feel semantically, were exaggerated. It's full voice integration, but there is no viewing text and there is no screen sharing. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't call that full integration, not yet, but full voice integration. Uh, in any case, there was an issue where it would just randomly kind of disconnect, uh, and that has been fixed with the latest patch. And that would be all I have for industry news. So let's uh, – oh, no, it's not. I lied. Um, you. A few other things that I just had typed in here so I didn't have links open. Um, speaking of Discord, they're rolling out more betas for their new themes. Um, I finally have it on my personal account now. My work account got it a few weeks ago, and it looks like there's a much wider release now that for some reason doesn't include Sasquatch. Um but I think it's really neat. There's uh, I put some screenshots in the uh, in Discord. It's it, oh, yeah. there's what probably a little over a dozen options now, which is handy. Um, I think it. The only risk is that it's going to add complications to uh, some of the role colors, but it's not that big of a deal. Uh, and also on kind of Discord updates, um, Mesix has updated and integrated with the imagine ai art generator um i actually really like this this imagine uh ai art uh, it's an app on androids i think it's on aos ios but i i know it's on androids um and it's not nearly the quality of something like mid journey but it's completely free you have to watch like a 10 to 30 second ad every time you generate something but it other and you can it's it's freemium so you can pay to remove that um but it, you can use it completely for free and as you don't have to like go into discord and make requests inherently it's just an app um and for a phone app it's a very good ai generator art generator um but now it's integrated with me6 which is a popular bot for discord um to where you can make calls to the imagine engine uh from discord in a similar fashion as midjourney uh, it looks like you get limited uses for free i don't know if those refresh daily or if it's a lifetime thing i'll find out tomorrow so it is a little limited um but i think it's pretty neat And then um, the only other thing in the industry news that I wanted to talk about was some of the conventions coming up this year. I know Sasquatch touched on those a little bit. Um, and there is the E3 Expo that's happening at the exact same time, I believe, uh, as Microsoft's. And, you know, E3 is dying. That's just 
that's just where we are, right? Um, but I'm actually going to go to E3 or try to this year. So I'm. Um, it'll be it'll be fun to get a badge to hang up before it dies because I've never been to E3. Um, we've got Summer Games Fest coming as well, uh, and that's going to be in early June. We have Games Beat uh, Summit coming as well here towards the end of May, May 22nd. We've got the uh, Games R Us Summit, which is coming also at the end of May, 25th, 26th, and Momocon around that same time. Um, so there's a lot of these uh, conventions that are coming back, and that's really fun to see. The Earth is Healing um evo is going to be back as well like i i have this i guess in my esports section or but uh since we're already on the topic that's another one that's going to be coming back this year um it's at the very beginning of august in las vegas so that's exciting as well and now that Man, really is so. all i've got <laughs> So what do we have over in entertainment news? I know you have the lion's share of that over there, Sasquatch. Um, v Rising is getting its first of its touted three expansions coming here in, in May, titled Secrets of Gloomrot. It will add an entire new zone for vampires to explore in the isometric survival game that you can play. Um, Gloomrot is an entirely new, not an entirely new biome. It'll still look like the Dunley Farlands. However, there'll be two sections, Gloomrot South and Gloomrot North. Um, there'll be different types of enemies in there. And mostly these are like failed experimental mo monsters. So you can think of mashups of different creatures here. The System Shock remake officially gets a May 30th PC release date after a successful demo was launched. Um, it This uh, game has been in development for quite a long time, since 2016, so it's good to see them finally get a cap here on when that's going to be released. The Last of Us TV show recently just wrapped up on Sunday. And talk has begun already of part two's adaptation into a TV show. They did say that part two would be set across multiple different seasons, just with how the game itself splits from different perspectives. And that would be kind of difficult and jarring to have in one season of television. Monster Hunter Rises expansion Sunbreak will be coming to PlayStation and Xbox in April. Uh, this is very much after the expansions hit both PC and Nintendo Switch, but the games also did come to PlayStation Xbox much later than those two platforms as well. So in April, go ahead and fight a few more monsters there. Exoprimal, a new game coming from Capcom, the game where you wear a mech suit and you fight waves of dinosaurs coming through portals. Um, is in beta right now. You can actually play the beta through Xbox Games Pass. And it also got a new trailer and a July release date. Um, the beta test is running from March 17th to March 19th. Unfortunately, that is also when the Diablo 4 beta test is running. So I will not be trying Exoprimal. I will be trying Diablo 4. Um, however, the game will launch on July 14th. There's a new trailer, like I said, to check out if you are interested in that. 
Valheim is now available on both Xbox and PC via Games Pass. So if you have your Games Pass subscription, feel free to check out Valheim. It's probably one of the better survival crafting games you can. And I think that's I believe that based purely on there's actual combat in the game. It's also Viking themed, so Thor might appreciate that. I've it's been on my wish list for a while. Um and I know Dogs of Thought has been begging me to get it too because he enjoys that one a lot. I need to play it. It's on my wish list. Um, it's my backlog is just so long. Um, but that's one I I definitely need to try here soon. Let's uh, go talk about some Square Enix stuff, shall we? Square Enix has released a trailer uh, and spoke more of their NFT game, Symbiogenesis. Um, there will supposedly be over 10,000 different characters, all NFTs, all unique to the people who play it. Um, the trailer did not really show much. The trailer came off as like a shitty early 2000s ARG game. So I don't know why this is what they were doubling down on. Um, Sim- <laughs> Symbiogenesis will have world missions, which are global events that define that particular story. And it's classified as a narrative unlocked NFT entertainment that is directly from their website. Here is the synopsis that they provided on the website for the game. The missions are designed with low difficulty level to allow players to enjoy the world and main story of symbiogenesis. I'm going to translate that as if it was too hard, we wouldn't make enough money. (laughs) They are structured into chapters. When a chapter is cleared, it becomes possible for the player to move on to the next one. I'm going to translate that. If people don't buy the NFTs, we're going to stop working on it. (laughs) Use the slot release points given out once per day to try and lock the story held by characters in cooperation with all players. That sounds like there's a gotcha. Hmm. Progress through the main story in the missions. Clear the great missions. Boss battles. They they translated what great missions were. Their boss battles. No idea exactly on how you clear those. By using the available hints, search for the items hidden throughout the floating continent. So it's a little bit of mystery and exploration. Participate in the last mission, world mission, and decide the outcome of the story. Here's where it gets a little weird. The first condition to participate in the world mission is to clear all missions and main stories of all six chapters. So we kind of have an idea how long they're planning for this game to be six chapters. Who knows how long that'll be, though, or if they're even equal in length. Find the hidden items. Players fulfilling a given condition will be granted access to world mission. I'm going to assume if you pay enough money. Only three players will be able to participate in this world mission, leaving all others as spectators of the outcome. Guys, don't don't buy into this game. It is a fucking scam. I mean, as soon as you said NFTs, I figured it was. Doc's like, I tuned out after NFT, bro. Oh, man, it makes me so annoyed that Dr. Disrespect is like all up in people's business trying to push NFTs. Yeah. For his own game. Yeah. The bizarre world, Doc. The future of gaming, but no, no thanks. Yeah, the entire idea behind it is interesting that you can transfer the same character between mm. different NFT games. But that's just not how that works. That's just not how that can work at all. Yeah, this there's isn't so VR many, chat. There's so many <laughs> right ways to do what they're trying to do, and they've done it so wrong. I just like well, that's because the wrong way makes them more money. I just I cringe at like that last part is is insane to me. 
locking it to where you know three people are the only ones that can experience that last event where you could i mean because it's a neat concept but it's just there's there's no way to make that uh what what about someone who joins the game late and they're just completely locked out of content forever exactly and it's well, it's their fault I, for not being rich enough to buy in right away. If Duh. the only way I think that would work is if they had like, okay, we'll do three people out of every hundred. Each has this like siloed server and the first, you know, 3% to the end or whatever gets to choose. But if other people don't like it, they can hit bail and go into a new fresh server. So that way it's almost like resetting ladders. Um but I, I mean, I don't know. There's, I'm grasping at straws here. I'm like trying to make that idea work, and it just, just doesn't. I don't know. It's, it's it one of those ideas that sounds good on maybe, paper. Maybe let those people choose the ending, but then let everyone else at least play through it. Yeah, something. Like it's just, yeah. Well, there'll be ten thousand total NFTs in the game. Those are all going to be different characters. Each character NFT is what they're calling it, and those will give you bonuses. So it really comes down to if you just spend more money, you'll have enough bonuses to just go through it. This is literally just a worse off fucking gacha game on your phone. You know what? Go ahead and play that fucking Nike goddess of victory and watch anime girls' asses jiggle on your screen while you're shooting robots or put it on auto battler. You're going to have a better time with that because it's at least free and you'll get to see the entire story. Yeah, this is just horrendous. <laughs> Are there any I NFT mean, projects that haven't collapsed? Um, I don't think so. Bitcoin? Board Ape, board apes. <laughs> board board apes is still going strong. Oh, I thought it collapsed. Nope, it's still there. It's still existing. It's all just... Yeah, I'm not even going to get started. It's just frustrating. Remember seeing something where a bunch of people online were complaining about the service called Mas- Master? Something. I can't remember the name of it. But you would essentially purchase shares of actual art that would then be sold off at actual art auctions. And everybody complaining about it that I noticed had a fucking like NFT as their icon. I was like, oh, that's why you're complaining about it, because they have shares in an actual piece of art that has inherent value. Hmm. (laughs) All right. But yeah, I don't I don't have anything good to follow up with this. The trailer is just a fucking joke. The trailer is a bunch of like JPEGs appearing overlaid on top of each other shows the continent a tree comes into play it zooms out then the title goes over it and then it just says untangle the story at the end of it so they but only if you're in the first like three percent to make it there uh or the three percent top spenders lord (laughs) hard pass What is you do in Square Enix? They're trying to find ways to make more money, I guess. I feel like this is going to backfire. Just, just it's, there's been a bunch of cool projects and let him do whatever he wants. There's been nothing but backlash about this for years since it was brought up, and all they've done is double down on it. 
didn't they like fire the guy that was pushing it? Or so no, I know he resigned. He, was, he, he resigned, but clearly there's still enough push for it with his with him being gone anyways for this to go through. All the time, you'll hmm. see stuff that's being worked on be canceled and not see the light of day. You see it with movies. You see it with games where at a certain point, continuing, it's not worth the amount of resources, manpower, money being thrown at it. But that's not the case with this. There's someone there just doubling down on it so hard that or there's not actually anything behind it. And much like an actual NFT pyramid <laughs> scheme, it's just a fucking pyramid scheme. <laughs> I think it'd be closer to a Ponzi scheme. It's a joke in the end. It's, it's a scheme. A scheme is a scheme. It's, it's, it's a scripting scheme. at the end of the day. It's disingenuous. It's awful. And they'll only let three people play the final <laughs> mission. Uh, is that all you got in the uh, entertainment news section? Uh, yeah, that's all I got. I got a couple of things. Um, before I get into my gaming news, I do have a little bit of movie and comic news on the movie side. Um, there's apparently a rumor that they're uh, going to pull the Punisher into the official MCU with Armor Wars and introduce Punisher War Machine, which would be excellent. I don't know if you've read any of What's the it? Punisher War Machine comics, but they're superb. Wasn't he confirmed to be joining the new season of Daredevil? I think so. I know they're wanting to connect the um, the TV series to the actual like cinematic MCU. Um, and then over in comic news, um, and you might appreciate this one, Doc. Uh, Carnage now has a new weapon that puts him on uh, the scale of a god level threat. Oh, really? So there's there's been a lot of really really cool um, comics coming out around based around Venom and Carnage. Um, Venom had the whole King King in Black uh, arc. Yeah, and he got to take the helm of that was super cool. And well, and that's it. That that was that was super popular. And then that combined with the popularity of the Venom movie, um, they've really been rolling with it. And and I'm all here for it. And then over in some PlayStation news, PS Plus has revealed its free games for April. And on top of that, it's starting to include more and more day one releases in PS Plus. Um, that's one thing that people were pretty heavily complaining about when comparing it to Games Pass is that there weren't any of the day one releases. So they're starting to kick those up a little bit more. The newest one is a game called Meet Your Maker. Uh, this is going to be a day one release for PS Plus. Um and so I don't I know this isn't like a huge, huge title, but at least they're starting to roll them out, whereas previously they were pretty vehement about, no, we're not going to do that. We don't see a benefit in that. They're clearly revisiting that, which is good. 
And then over in our esports news, uh, just a, a besides Evo, um, also a little bit in the world of the Call of Duty League and ranked play. Um, they have now banned the cast of 762 and weapon tuning in the official league. Um, not weapon tuning of the 762. The 762 in its entirety was banned and weapon tuning in its entirety was banned from the competitive uh, rule set. Um, I think this will meet quite a bit of controversy, but at the end of the day, uh, it was also starting to become a little bit less of a game of who's better at call of who's better at strategizing and actually playing a first person shooter of call of duty and more about who can tune better, who can tune weapons more uh, ingeniously. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, I might venture into ranked play and just uh, mess around a little bit. We'll see what's going on. All right. So let's talk about what we've been playing and some reviews. Um, I know I haven't been able to play very much. I've done my some Persona Five every now and then, a little bit of Legend of, Legend of Dragoon, and my dailies on Call of Duty every once in a while. But I've been pretty swamped with work um but i know sasquatch over here has uh been hard at work on some reviews and may have some things to say um recently the big release that i recently finished was Wolong fallen dynasty fallen kingdom um it's a fantastic sekiro like it's less of a souls like and more like from soft's sekiro game um, where it's mostly about deflecting, parrying, and finding windows to attack. Unlike Dark Souls or Elden Ring, where you have a little bit more of opportunity to to, to push your offensive, your offensive, and have more diversity in how you can tackle the enemies. Um, it is a lot like Team Ninja's previous titles, uh, Neo, or Final Fantasy Origins. Or was that Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origins, where it yeah. is like a looter shooter? There is a plethora of drops, weapons, armors, etc., that it can affect your build. Um, it is segmented, it's not completely open world. So if you've ever played Neo 2, you'll exactly know what that means. You'll have different areas to select for your main quest, your main missions to run through, then you can revisit those in a smaller capacity for side quests. Um, overall, the game was fantastic. Uh, I would highly recommend it. It's definitely Probably the easiest uh, game in that type of genre you will find, though that doesn't mean it's not any less satisfying. There are different. There is a difficulty curve in learning how to play it and how to play it effectively, but that's something you can just kind of master and get a hang of and just completely dominate all the enemies. Plus, the the boss design of the game is just fantastic. Um, it's a game loosely enough based upon the romance of the three kingdoms which is a 14th century tale of china um so yeah they definitely took liberties there there's definitely a ton of mythological elements to it but other mm -hmm. than that i would definitely recommend it it seems like with a patch a lot of pc issues had been fixed but not specifically the issue i had where the game would just run in slow-mo for only your character which was definitely frustrating and cause me to just have to put down the game for an hour or two and come back at a later time or even the next day. 
because nothing says fairness like your character moving at the speed of a snail while the boss just runs you over and kills you without not having a chance to react. Um, That seems to be an issue with recent Koei Tecmo published games on PC, so it's probably something to do with the engine. Um, This happened with Wild Hearts as well. That was an issue present on the Wild Hearts PC version, though a lot of PC issues have been fixed, like mouse accelerations no longer. Mouse acceleration, uh, a mouse dead zone is no longer there. So if you really do want to use a mouse and keyboard, you can. But I mean, if you have Games Pass and you have a gaming PC, you might as well play it. It's on there. It's definitely worth your time. Other than that, um, really, I've just been playing like some Path of Exile, Lost Ark, Last Epoch, some isometric ARPGs, getting ready for the Diablo 4 beta, which is tomorrow. Ooh, I forgot about that. Um, If you go to KFC and order a double down, you'll get a free beta code. Pro tip. Uh, I can't even eat KFC, but I might go and get some, get it just donate, so I can donate, donate the double down to I'm, yeah. the homeless man. Hey, yeah. I'm actually obligated to go get a double down anyways. <laughs> now that Look, they're apparently back. Every double down I've ever had has been delicious as fuck, except I'm sure my arteries didn't believe so. So like 12, 13 years ago, a friend and I were road tripping uh up to seattle and on our way back we stopped at this random afc in the middle of fucking nowhere and i got a double down that was like the most perfect representation of that sandwich one could ever like it was perfectly fresh out of the fryer like (laughs) bacon was perfectly crispy it was glorious like just the perfect amount of sauce and man maybe i'll buy one for my wife just so i can have the code you know what you there should you eat it and just suffer because they're so good yeah look <laughs> it, it it might not be the butthole issues that get you it might just be your arteries clogging you don't know you never know with the <laughs> double down you double down on your possibility of death every time you eat one <laughs> um that's tomorrow a little bit of wow i've been playing valorant i don't know i've just been roaming around from a bunch of games figuring out what to do i've had a ton of free time recently which will hopefully be ending next week so been playing a lot of stuff all over the place and revisiting other things single player games but yeah there wasn't any really big single player releases this week that i wanted to to play or try to get into i'm playing a lot of like early access stuff but that's not really something i want to write a review on or do a review of i mean probably diablo 4 i'll give an impression since we know when that's coming out on june 6th but also you know what i'll go get a double down and i'll do a review of a double down (laughs) (laughs) how about you doc what are you even playing uh, let's see. A lot of Destiny 2 this week. Oh, I did that too. Played more of that. Yeah, I got through uh, some of the exotic quests. I still have a couple more to, to find and do, but I'm getting there. Uh, a little bit of Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, I played a decent amount of Gungrave Gore this week. Um, I am quite enjoying it. I am stuck on a boss that reminds me a lot of a boss you would fight in Nier Automata. 
Hmm. But let's see. A little bit of Elden Ring here and there sprinkled in. But I think that's about it. All right. Well, it looks like that's going to do it for us for this week then. So thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe and all that good stuff. And of course, if you come join us here in Discord, you can check out the recordings live every Thursday night. Thanks, everyone, and have a great weekend. See you next week. John A.